You you really know how to improve my mood. That's it's so from dark to darker. God. Oh. It's so it's so, uh, uh, so there there it is. So uh uh happy February my friend. February, yes. February. The most most mispronounced month. The the, the it's shortest. 28 yeah. days this year. Yeah, I know, right? It's like... And then what? Every three years we have a 29th. We had a 29th last year. Pretty Every sure. three years, yes. Every three? No. Why is that? It's every four. Why is that? Because the... Uh, because... We go around the sun every 365.25 uh And every so often days. we got to catch up so we stay in sync. And if we don't do that, then we're going to end up... Yes. And it's going to be like uh, yes. autumn when it's really, you know, uh, winter, man. So do you and know about the planet that lurks behind the sun that we've never seen? Planet X. No, melancholia. Melancholia. It sounds sad. Well, <laughs> it's funny you should say that. Yeah. Another bit of homework for you. Kirsten Dunst stars in the movie Melancholia and a very different performance from none other than our much discussed actor, Kiefer Sutherland. Okay. And it is not a movie that you should watch if you're looking to be uplifted. Up, you know, like, oh, that was funny. Oh, I, I mean, it's it. there in the title. Of course it is. But there's like, more to it than that. There's more to it than that. Much more it, to it than that, and I, I. It, it's and, sort of like if you go to a podcast called Happy Hour, and it's just all super sad. Like you expect to be uplifted by it. Well, and in fact, we aspire to that, but never, at least yet, haven't ever. Haven't We've always ever, fallen short. I, I agree. Haven't really got there. Yeah, I do One my day. best, but I do my best, but I can't do it alone. Well, I mean. I appreciate your best work, but yeah. how was your trip to London? I just got back today. Really? What time? I did. Uh, so the so I flew out of an airport. This is super rare. Uh, normally, I fly. I normally I fly out of an airport. Normally, you fly I, out I, of a three. Yes. Normally, Heathrow. I fly out of an airport that is east of me. But in this, where your superintendent is a guard or head of security. Yes, a friend, a neighbor. Yes, uh, but uh, this time. Uh, 
there's a slightly closer air. So let's see the, the airports, the two cities that are on either side of me, uh, both their airports are on the east side of the city. So the airport that is, so the city that is to my west, the airport is closer to me. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Okay, good. Uh, we I can draw a diagram if you want. Um, so the I don't think it's a detail. It's riveting, but you can you can move on. So anyway, uh, but but my but my wife, let's. Uh, so the airport that I flew out of and back into is on the commute uh, path of of my wife. So oh, so she picked you up. So she dropped me off on her way to work, and I had to waste an hour and a half in the airport before my flight uh, to to London. And when I got back, I had to waste like four hours in the airport waiting for four her to finish hours. her work. Yeah, it's kind That's of sucked. a while. Hour and a half is nothing. But yeah, four hours is a while. Yeah, I, I was, but I was. Uh, I actually had like uh, business meetings and stuff. Like I was. Uh, doing if stuff. you know in advance, you can you can you can take advantage of the time. When you said you wasted time twice, I didn't believe you either time because I don't believe that you waste time ever. Well, I mean, I don't think you have it in you to waste time. Your response, uh, besides sneezing five times in a row, yeah. Here Hold we on. go again. That's what you did last. <laughs> Number six. Well, I'm glad you got that one on air. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. So, uh, I'm a. I'll be right back. Okay. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so anyway, I went to London on Monday morning, and hey, God damn. <laughs> I'm allergic to this. I'm, uh, it's You're not you, it's the, the cat. I is think. it the cat? It's something. Well, you know, I'll tell you, I was allergic to cats for a long time. When I turned 45, all my allergies went away. It was very strange. I suffered from allergies from my 20s to my, you know, my teen years to my 40s. And then at 45, they all miraculously just went away. Well, I I'm never like thought... the opposite, basically. So, huh? Well, that's what happens. Well, that's so you're on, num you're on number uh, eight. Yeah. Eight so sneezes. the uh, so I went to London on Monday morning and I got there just in time uh, to join my work team at their at a lunch. And like, while I was on the train to get there from the airport, they uh, said, so we're here at lunch. Uh, he here's a photo of the menu. Should we order for you? And I was like, yeah, order me the the burger or whatever. And so I, I got there exactly when all the food was arriving to the table, which is like perfect. Because um, you were hungry. Well, perfect, and also like timing-wise, uh, 
Well, that's, I mean, yeah, that's a given. But, but yes, I was, I was hungry. And so from there, we went to a, um, to a WeWork. Do you know what a WeWork is? Uh, a space, uh, communal working space. Exactly. Very good. Uh, that's, that, that's a company. It's like, it's like Airbnb, but for like, um, companies. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, sprung up within like the last five years, I think. And like, they did a little bit of like Uber, sort of shady, uh, deals and stuff i don't know there's a there's a documentary uh about the we work uh rise to power you stay where you work uh no no uh but the uh the hr person that organized this this get together um like used to live in that neighborhood and like she organized so that uh, the place where the hotel and where we were working and where we were having lunch and dinner were all like uh, within like uh, a five minute walk from every from each other. So it was all nice. Yeah. Uh, and how many people? Uh, we were probably eight people Is it there. The whole company? No, the whole company is more like twenty. But this was like the the product team that is mostly based in the UK and several of the newest hires, uh, including myself. So, so that's going to uh, change your hours quite a bit. Instead of having to work with the United States. Time yes, zone. exactly. So my, uh, that's the big, big, big positive. The biggest change from like it's, I, I've had a full week uh, and a week and a half at this new company. And the biggest, weirdest change is that because I'm working strictly with Europeans, uh, it's, I'm not used to being done with work at like five or six. Did you like second shift or were you good? Are you glad to get back to first shift? So I don't remember, like I've worked second shift, as you call it, uh, for my whole career, basically. Oh, uh, for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I so, didn't know that. I didn't, I guess I didn't, I guess because, I, I should have Because for the longest time I worked, uh, I was, I, well, actually for like 15 years, I was working uh, East Coast time. Uh, you know, um, North Carolina time where for me, that was like, uh, and they, they said, okay, Eric can work remotely, but he has to be like on the clock and like available from nine to five North Carolina time, which, which for me for was like was 3 PM to 11 PM. Exactly. Second shift. Right. Exactly. So, uh, and so like that was my that was my normal and that was amazing when my kids were little and i had the whole morning to dedicate uh -huh. to them and, and then to school so and and then i dropped them off uh at daycare and they were only in daycare for like 2 hours before my wife could pick them up right and it was it was perfect 
Well, uh, these hours would be so much better for your wife. <clears throat> right. But you get but, to see her in the evening. Exactly. So, but that's, it's so disorienting to me to, right. well, and, and, and then from that, from that job, I went to a more, you can define your own time, man. Well, uh, what did you pick? A job where, when I was working with the Californians, where I did a lot of my work in the mornings and then I had sort of the early afternoon off, but then I had like meetings uh, towards uh-huh. the end of my evening that was like so you, California you, morning. You you no longer worked a second shift for that job. You worked part of first, part of second. And right. California exactly. is three hours near your time zone in no, the first Cal- place. No. Other California way around? Is further away. Oh, is it? So, like, uh, so I would I would work in my mornings, and but then I would have like meetings at like seven p.m. Uh, my time, which was, uh, which was okay because I was sort of used to working yeah, at that shift. working that late, but uh, but now it's totally different because now I sort of finish at like five thirty or six. You and, know what to do with yourself, and it's like I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's different, and I'm still figuring out. Uh, do I uh, like a couple times last week? I went to the municipal pool in the after in the afternoon when I was done with work, and uh, so I'm trying to figure out what my life looks like. What time does your yeah. wife get home from work? And your kids. So she used to get home at uh, 6.30. But uh, lately, several months ago, she decided, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave an hour earlier and get home at 5.30 and help our uh, middle school uh, daughter with her homework and stuff. And so she's been doing that. So they're doing um, that and you can. So they're doing that screw, and I'm yeah. sort of like uh, free, Uh-oh. but like it's because it's winter, it's like dark. And what time does it get dark? It gets dark at like 530 Five? or six. Yeah, 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 yeah. that way for so, a while here. Uh, so it's, it, it remains to be seen what my life looks like uh, six months from now when when I'm used to this schedule, but uh, at the moment it's, it's weird. But yeah. anyway, back, back to London. Uh, we, uh, we went to this, we work place, which is like this really nice office space that, um, that you have to like sign into and you like the, the company booked this, this place. And we had this lovely like, um, conference room, place and uh and anyway it was uh the the bosses just like mm, went over like what the what the product is what the company is mission vision mission vision blah 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 and welcome aboard let's get you contextualized right exactly but also like at like encouraged us to ask questions about like well why us? you were why, more than you're not the only new hire 
No, it was me and a couple other new people. Oh no, kidding! Uh, yeah, a lot of the why, new people. Uh, why so many? Why so many new jobs in a small company at once? Did they get an influx of money, or did they get a, in uh, a deflux of employees? No, I think they did recently raise money, uh, and uh, several of my new colleagues are. Uh, ex Twitter people that were just laid off. Like oh, a month no ago. kidding. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. Isn't that the way that works? Uh, so, <clears throat> so it was, it was half the people were old, uh, old veterans, and a lot of us were noobs. And uh, it was like to sort of onboard all of us. And how, some of the people. These people, the old, the ones that have been around, are they your age or much older, or what? Or what's the deal? No, no, no. Uh, uh, some of the people that have been around for a while are younger than me, but I don't feel I've been at companies uh, where I felt like the oldest person there because, uh, like two two companies ago, I think everyone was in there late twenties and I was in my early forties. Uh, and, yeah, but, yeah. but here I don't feel that way. I, I suspect, uh, I suspect people are within five years of my age. Uh, do they down. act their age? You don't uh, act your age. No, I act. Wife says that all the time. Will you please act your age? She, doesn't she? It's funny. Your she kids never... probably say that to you. Dad, will you please act your age? That is an expression that they don't know. That's interesting. Get them on uh, the line. I yeah. want to set up. Listen, let's do this. Trust me. Let's do a podcast <laughs> where you set it up and I'm with your family and you're not yeah. involved. That okay. would be cool. Yeah, that would be super rad, man. Stuff I would tell them. Oh my God, they would. So, uh, I, would, I, would, I would tell them the famous nosebleed story. Yes, <laughs> that doesn't need to be broadcast anywhere. Uh, I, I can't think of it without it being painful to me. I got to tell you, yeah, it was. Well, I was alarmed. So <laughs> anyway, move on. That, move on. London. So, back to London. There you are. Yeah. So we. It was this very like deep dive into into stuff and i won't go any any further but uh but, uh, so you were there in the we work you were there for two days yeah i was what there the after, like? monday afternoon and then tuesday morning oh that's but, it like yeah but it still it was quite a few hours and a oh, lot sure, sure, of information sure, but still it's but it's yeah. a nice way to do it it's nicer than a full day of of that indoctrination shit that it's it's like yeah and it's like a deluge you know i mean and i learned i learned so much on monday and then like monday night when i was when i was i like i distinctly remember uh during the night as i was sleeping like i could sort of feel my brain sort of like card cataloging all of the information that i'd been given was uh, it making clicks and whizzing noises? They were whizzing, whizzing, whizzes and clicks. Yes. Are you sure? Which? Uh, Are you sure? 
Are you sure that's what the whizzing noises were? I no, I'm not sure. Uh, the the clicks though, I don't know. Uh, and so then we went out for for dinner uh, to a Spanish restaurant, which was like okay, whatever. Spanish restaurant in London. We did, yeah. Well, uh, well, let me ask you this. Since I've not traveled out of the U.S. much, a little Canada, a little Mexico, which stories yeah. either way for that. But um, what food yes. are the English famous for? The English. What did I say? Your what food are, are the English famous for, or the yes. Spanish? Yes. Okay. English. The Brits. I mean, they've got their bangers and mash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's but that's not a that's not so much a. a, 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 a that sounds it, to me to more be a luncheon entree rather than a dinner entree. Bangers and mash. I mean, it's sausage and mashed potatoes is like. I suppose it's a dinner meal. I mean, but the British aren't famous for. I mean, any food uh, brisket. I mean, they're. The most, the most famous British dish dish is uh, chicken tikka masala, which is a uh, curry thing that the British oh. invented uh, in England. It's not huh. related at all to India. Not uh, related to India. Well, that's. I mean, doesn't sound credible. I mean, it was invented in. But England. it's an Indian dish. You could create an no. Indian dish in London. No, uh, it's not an Indian dish, but it's made with curry. They do not just... eat that in India. They do not eat that in India. Okay, no. Bing. So, uh, shut my mouth. So it, it uh, yeah, you wanted some uh, finality to the discussion. I can tell. Yeah, but like, what is what is what is an Amer what is an American dish? It's like. It's, it's a very difficult question. Hamburger, great steak, steak from Kansas City, lobster from San Francisco, cod from New England. You know, keep go I can keep going. That's that's fucking American stuff, buddy. That we're famous oh. for, but England. But what about brisket? Why does brisket come to mind? As a isn't uh, aren't there a lot of cattle raised in uh, Great Britain? Cattle, there's beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know what cattle means. Uh, no, well, I know. <laughs> and my wife did work at a slaughterhouse uh, oh, wow. in England. That had to help her deal with you, didn't it? And they do, uh, they do eat beef in England. I don't. To be honest, I don't really. I can't really tell you. Oh, the. Uh, typical British food is this. So you because... don't know the answer to this question. If you had the opportunity to go to the best restaurant in London and order their best meal, you don't know what that meal would be. You have no idea. It would not be. I think it would be Asian somehow. I think it would be um, Indian or Japanese or something. And is that because of your colonialism or is it because of the growing... My colonialism? 
the colonialism of, of Great Britain, I should say. You're not related to that at all, although you do work for a company there. So you're going to have to pay taxes in two places. I've, I've always paid taxes in two places, but yes, uh, the, uh, yeah, it's like, there's no, I mean, I guess your most British food, God, I can't even be like, it's because all their local food is not that interesting. That's, they they pull in a lot of uh, a lot of foreign foods, fish and chips, chip, yeah, fish and chips, and mash, is like that yeah. kind of shit. But yeah, and probably pub food. Uh, yeah, I you know it's what you're saying is interesting because I don't I think the, the, I think the uh, the question has to be answered through the prism of colonialism that in a in a in a nation which was worldwide in its uh, government and its population worldwide, then Great Britain as an individual country should, is is, um, not a realistic way to think about British culture. Sure. Um, you know, I mean, I'll it, sign it at the bottom of that uh, document. Yeah. So, uh, but here's a question. What percentage oh, no. of the population in Great 20. Britain, partic- <laughs> particularly in London, is uh, uh, British as opposed to other ethnic, oh, I don't know that Britain isn't ethnic, being British is an ethnic. <clears throat> yeah, 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 I understand what you mean. Anglo, Anglo versus uh, foreign, like uh, Asian or Indian. I suspect that it's uh, London is London is London is very, very, very diverse. Uh, Majority non non uh, non white. Uh, majority. I don't know about that. Well, the prime minister uh, isn't white anymore, so that's true. There's got to be something going on where that happened. He's the first prime minister, isn't he? Who is it? Was it who, who is not uh, an Anglo-Saxon dude? Uh, the first one. Well, I mean, there was an Anglo-Saxon. That's why I didn't wear woman. a seatbelt. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't know the actual stats, but uh, it is, I'd say, 50% of people that you see yeah. walking around in London are yeah. not uh, your typical white. Yeah. Do you um, like to go to London? Do you like London? So I... <laughs> I hadn't been in so long, and then last November uh, I went, and then this time I I went, and I do enjoy London. I would. I'm pretty sure I would not like to live there, uh, but it is an interesting place. Uh, so on monday so i flew there on monday and on tuesday morning i was i was going to uh meet up with my with my colleagues 
and I took a walk in the morning and I walked around and I saw all of the, all of people, you know, scurrying to their work and commuting and whatnot. And, uh, and it was, it was very interesting to me, to me. I like, I really love watching a, uh, I get to see, let's see. Uh, I love watching a big city, like wake up in the morning. Come to life. Come to life. Like I like seeing all the shop, all the, all the cafes, uh, putting out their chairs and stuff and setting up. And it just feels like there's a possibility in the day. You're, you're and- experiencing the, uh, the nuances and the, you're saying of the environment in a much fuller context than you would if you were not up that early, not walking around. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I saw all of these people, uh, in their office buildings, in their fluorescent lights, uh, desks, space, uh, because like they don't have any curtains on the, was on the windows. Was it still in dark when you walked? No. Because uh, it was seven o'clock. It was eight o'clock, eight, 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 fifteen, eight. So where'd you go to eat, uh, that, uh, Monday night? The Monday night, I, we went to this um, Spanish um, Oh, the Spanish. Restaurant. Where'd you go Tuesday? Uh, <laughs> yes, we will get to that. Uh, so, Tuesday, so Tuesday at lunch, uh, I had lunch with my colleagues. And then Tuesday evening, uh, which, is, which is last night, uh, with my colleagues, we went to a... Uh, to an Italian place where they were like the whole place was decorated with um, uh, it was very musical and the the walls were wallpapered with sheet music which is like super fucking wild uh, and it, we had some uh, everyone else at the table at this point there were only six of us and everyone else at the table ordered a a pasta thing and i ordered the um risotto uh which was amazing um with what kind of risotto it was uh cherry tomato and uh some greens and stuff uh mushrooms yeah there were probably some mushrooms and garlic and it was amazing to me risotto without mushrooms i can't i gotta have them I make a pretty good risotto uh, with um, with squash and oh, squ- squash and almonds. Squash? squash and almonds. I've never. I don't recall you ever cooking a damn thing on our excursions. Why is that, you lazy shit? That's well, why. That's because- I answered my own question, didn't I? There you go. <laughs> the you question was the question was the answer to the Indeed. question. Uh, and. Uh, and so last night, I, I I put out a thing on Twitter last uh, last week. I said, "Hey, I'm going to be in London on Tuesday night. Uh, who wants to have dinner with me?" And I got a couple responses. And uh, one of them was a friend that I met up with last time I was in London in in um, November. And another was a 
a friend I had never, an online friend I had never met that is actually, um, she's from a place where near where I live in Spain, uh, but she's been in London for I don't know how many years, and she works at uh, Meta, uh, previously uh-huh. Facebook, uh, building the metaverse, which is you know a whole discussion, uh, and so we got together and we. Um, uh, hold on, let's set that let's aside. Let's back up a minute here. Let's back up, back up. Uh, so on my way, after I had uh, finished with my work colleagues, I, I, and I had a couple hours before I was going to meet these, these friends, uh, I went out and I was just walking around because it's fun to walk around London. And uh, like an hour before I was going to meet these guys, I I went went into this bar and I and I I was like oh I'll have a pint of lager, and I sat down next to this guy, uh, who was super friendly with the with the bartenders, uh, and he started talking to me and he is this guy he's he's Italian uh, his name is Vito, and uh, but he's but he's lived his like he grew up in Australia. But he, uh, but he's been in London for a while, and he, he he's traveled all around. He he lived, uh, he he spent a year when he was twenty nine uh, or thirty nine. Fuck thirty nine. Uh, in he he like rented a um, a caravan and lived in Spain for a year. Uh, just this crazy fellow he's in the hospitality industry and he talked about how he was uh, he spent the uh, the pandemic in the cayman islands oh god and he's in his just, 50s uh no he said he's uh, 49 oh, uh, wow. actually well uh, well i wasn't off much right exactly uh and and he, he he like we talked a bit about the diff, the different cultures and about uh, you know politics and COVID and blah blah blah, uh, and we just had a good old time. And when I finished my pint and I was like uh, twenty minutes away from meeting my friends, he was like, "Get this guy another pint." Uh, twenty minutes of a walk. No, uh, I like I was across the street from where I was going to meet my friends. Oh, uh, oh, but twenty minutes from twenty minutes away from time, yes. from the time. Uh, he was like, "Get the guy another point. and so uh, we chatted for for a bit more, and it quickly became clear that uh, he was a regular at this at this place. Oh, sure. I, I talked to the I talked to the bartenders. And I was I was like, "So uh, this this Vito guy, he's here all the time." And, and they're like every single night, yeah. Uh, <laughs> again, it's a Tuesday, right? Uh, and uh, at and four he's, o'clock, at uh, five o'clock, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and well, twenty to twenty to five, actually. And and so he 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 told me um, uh, he, when I ordered my beer, he was like, yeah, I. I don't I don't drink beer, uh, but my but my cousin uh, does this thing once a year in Italy, 
where they get together and uh, he and like um, 10 friends uh, get together and everyone brings a 24 pack of, of beer and food to cook and they spend from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. Uh, in this in this villa somewhere, uh, just nonstop drinking beer and cooking and Good eating, eating. Uh, for for twelve, for twelve hours, and and he says, you know, there, no one's ever uh, too drunk or too full or 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 anything. Like it's just this constant uh, twelve hour celebration of just hanging out with your bros uh sure. which which i was like damn that actually kind of uh kind of makes some sense uh, so anyway after i uh and also uh <laughs> vito is from uh naples uh italy original originally and goes back there and has family there and stuff and after i had been australia Right. And I had been talking with, uh, like we had been talking at my company about where are we going to do the next get together somewhere in Europe Naples. and, and people were floating the idea of, of, of Italy. And so, so my new friend Vito, uh, said, ah, oh, well, let me tell you all the places to eat and stay and stuff oh, in, in, in Naples. And, and I was like, okay, let, let me know. And he was like, well, give me your phone, open the notes app, and let me just type all this shit in. And so he did. He typed a whole bunch of of, of places. And, and What a great guy. I know. What a great uh, guy. And that's before you met your friends. That's before you met my friends. Like I made a new friend. Uh, and right. he, he he was just there. But he, he had all these stories like he – like when when COVID happened, he was in New York City, and uh, because he works like in the hotel hospitality industry, uh, like he he has all these stories about like seeing all of the all the craziness go down in New York, and then somehow being able to escape back to Australia to like. Say goodbye to his family, and then he escaped to the Cayman Islands and lived there for like two years Oof. when everything was shut down. Anyway, uh, dude is amazing. Uh, so, so then I meet my friends, and uh, and we have a lovely curry uh, meal, and then uh, and then my friend that like knows the cool places to go in London. Uh, took us to uh, some speakeasies. I've never been huh. to a speakeasy. Where, so... Uh, no signs. Just got to know where it is. So we... we so, so he takes us to this place and it looks like a, like an empty cafe place. Like there's just... There's nobody in there. And we walk in and the... And the woman comes up and says, um, do you have a reservation? And we were like, no, no, we don't. And she's like, oh, well, okay. And at this point, I'm not 
I'm not really 100% sure that he's taking us to a speakeasy, like my, my friend. And, and so I look around and I'm like, there are uh, 40 empty tables here. Like, why, why, why is a reservation? Why is, yeah. Why do we why need, do a, you reservation? need a reservation? Exactly. And so, and so this woman goes back and she's like typing on stuff and making a phone call and stuff. And, and she lets us sit there for five fucking minutes. And, and where, meanwhile, I'm like, uh, fuck, I want a beer. Well, oh, and then like, like, like there, there are so many fucking tables here. Why aren't we? Right. <laughs> There's nobody there. And, and so finally she comes back and says, okay, we can go. And so she walks us, she opens a refrigerator and in the refrigerator, we walk through the refrigerator down the fucking stairs into oh, no this, shit. into this amazing, like Easy. into this amazing hop and bar downstairs. Oh, it's an that hilarious. That's <laughs> and, quite a story. And I'm like, damn, that's, that's, that's a, that's a crazy, uh, that's a crazy that thing. crazy. And what was going on? A lot of music and was there yeah. live music? <clears throat> there was not live music, but there, but it was the there was music oh. and and just a, a cool atmosphere down there, super dark. Uh, and so we ordered I'll cocktails. Bet. Anyway, let's just say last night I, I I'm not big into cocktails. Uh, right. And these were like, uh, you know, these were like. Fufu? Hmm? Sugary? No, I mean somewhere, but but What'd they're all they're all just sort of mixed mixed. I don't know. Uh, they're all they all have these funny names. Like I but had what, like. I mean, describe to me the drink you ordered. You don't uh, remember the first one was like uh, funky time or something, and there was like time the spice and some tequila and some I don't know juice or something yeah i don't know something uh and 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 did you want a beer instead but they didn't serve beer or, or? i would i would have had a beer instead but they didn't have they didn't have beer this, this they was didn't a serve beer cocktail. in the speakeasy no this was a cocktail bar and oh, again okay. we're talking about these cocktails where like each one is like 15 fucking dollars or whatever oh boy uh for like a little thing that you can take like seven sips out of it and then you're done. Uh, oh man. That's yeah. a bummer. You didn't well, stay there long. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know, the, there's, there's a different level of, um, a, the, the cocktail bar scene is different. <laughs> and, and is, is that typical for London though? Is that you're going to pay 15 bucks for a mixed drink? Probably, I don't know. This was a Tuesday night at a speakeasy. Yeah. Uh, who the hell knows? Tuesday night at a speakeasy. Well, did you go to another speakeasy? We we fucking did. Oh, tell me about that one. Well, this was a this was a place where we uh, like we had a couple drinks at the first place, and then we went to another place that was just if. If I had not been told to like go through this door, I would never have seen it, like yeah. the proper speakeasy. And uh, so we went down to, into this other place, and it was also Basement. full of yeah, it was also full of people, and like we had to wait to get a table uh, because there were all these people on a Tuesday fucking night. 
Um, and, and yeah, we sat down there and, uh, and then I got a little bit, I get a little bit peeved with my friends because they are both, uh, single and each own a cat and they spent an awful lot of time looking at their phones and sharing cat photos with each other. And it was just like, Hey, look, this is my cat. I don't know what's wrong with you. I can't imagine. That sounds like one of the most <laughs> exactly. oh, exciting things. To I know. You had a speakeasy in I know. London. I know. And, and they were like, oh, look, here's when he thought he could reach to this uh, to this thing here. And the other person. Well, why, was, didn't, why didn't you just get up and walk around? And the other person was like, Oh, so cute! Look was at this it big one. Enough place where you could wander from. No, no, no. It was it was super super small, super small. Uh, uh, and so anyway, uh, they spent uh, longer than I would have liked. Uh, sure, sure. Doing showing each other like, oh, and look, and this is when he like uh, reached up and tried to scratch my wrist, and man. Uh, anyway, uh, they. Eventually, they stopped doing that and uh, talked to me a little bit. But um, and then where? And then what? The night ended. But then, it, then it was then it was late. And uh, how late? I made it back to the hotel and was in bed by midnight. But again, yeah. this is London, sure. and where they were like the the they were coming around to, to tell us like um last call at like at 11 10 yeah or 10 30 or something so well it's tuesday night it's too, a fucking tuesday long, night but the bars stay open in uh in your neighborhood in spain how long do the bars stay open and how long do they stay open in london on a tuesday i think the bars around here are probably closing around the same time uh Tuesday, um, most of the bars in town, half the bars in town are open. Monday, 75%, 80% of the bars and restaurants are not open here on Monday. Right, exactly. So, the COVID, uh, uh, an aspect of COVID that, that, that they say, you know what? We never made that much money on Mondays anyway, so. Right, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I... I don't know. Uh, like, I was, I was tired from all of the... Uh, uh, from all the information from my work, but also from the from the two beers with the uh, with the Australian dude, plus all the fucking cocktails, uh, I was ready for bed. Um, yeah, I'll bet. And then and I got up this morning. I got up this. My flight was at eleven, but I was an hour and a half from the airport, so I had to. Oh boy, that's a distance. Yeah, so I had to... An hour and a half from the airport in London? <sighs> so Back to the beginning of the story. There are four airports in London. Uh, I flew into the super cheap airport that is uh, super far from the center of London called Stansted. And... Uh, and so I had, uh, but it's it's fairly well connected with the train. Yeah. But anyway, it was it was a long, a long way. Well, sounds like a great trip. So it was great. Like I got to meet a bunch of people. I got to um, 
it's totally different to meet people in person and to sure. just hang in person. Uh, it's just different and better. Now you you went out to dinner to the Spanish place on uh, Monday night with your colleagues, as well as yeah. having lunch with them that day, and and so you had that uh, kind of. Uh, communal time and that was good and you like these people that was very good we got into interesting discussions and um some discussions were not even about work of course, uh, of which course. Was nice. you would hope you would hope that be the case yeah there, there were times like at dinner where people were like well on, how could man. we how could we increase the uh, roi blah 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 and and the, those discussions were like, well, all right, fine. I guess we could talk about that. But let's also talk about how, uh, what life is like in Spain or London or yeah, Sweden yeah, right, or whatever. Right. So, Well, I got yeah. another job today. Good. I, uh, yeah. guy called me up and he, I built him a desk. You know that story. Yes. From last episode. And he said, listen, I want some type of a floor board that I can roll my rolling chair up and down this seven foot long table. And this dude is real big, you know, and he, he's got bad knees. So he sits a lot. Yeah. And, um, he rolls a lot and, uh, ended up getting a, uh, four by eight sheet of, uh, brown board, hard board. It's, it's a composite board. That's very, very hard. It's, use it for paneling and whatnot, <clears throat> cut a foot off of it. So it was three foot by eight foot, laid it down on the floor and bought one box of one foot by one foot adhesive tile that looks like stone and adhesed. Wait, each how, how many tiles? 24, eight by three. Eight foot by three foot and a Math box of out. tiles is how many yep. tiles? Two dozen. A box of tiles is two dozen. Exactly right. Yeah. So it was perfect. And it took me an hour to find the materials. And it took me 27 minutes to construct it. Boom. Because the place I bought the board from cut it for me. That's mm -hmm. a huge deal. It's not easy to cut one foot and make a eight by four foot board an eight by three foot board. That's a really long eight foot cut. Yes. You know, and particularly if you don't have a table saw, which I don't, they cut it for me. So he was thrilled. But anyway, it's good to have that job. I had told you earlier that on another front, not so good, but you know what it's like to lose a job. I do, I do. Do you have uh, a story about that? A little anecdote, perhaps? I want to talk to you about the images that I sent you. Uh, you told me earlier you wanted to talk to me about being told that you lost your job. So No. You, you told me earlier, you said, if you can remember, remind me to talk about a story about 
being no. told you lost your job. But it's okay. We can talk about the AI stuff you sent me. So one of the things that I was um, surprised about, well, no, no, I have a question about it. one of the images you sent me of two radio people talking in the 1950s. Yeah. Very well could have been a picture. But you indicated that it was, well, kind of in general, that it was more likely a composite. Right. So let's talk about that. So this was, uh, so le- previously you could uh, go to a website and be, and they would, uh, and you could suggest like, I signed up pretty quickly to Dali, which is a stupid name. It's based on As Wally. Salvador. Well, it's a it's a pun on Wally, which is the Pixar uh, robot movie, uh, and Dali as the uh, Salvador Dali, the artist. Uh, right. And you could go and you could you could like say. Uh, show me a blue cat surfing on lava in the style of Vincent van Gogh. And it would like do its best to come up with that. And, uh, but a week ago I discovered that there's this app that I could download, uh, called draw things. And, with that, you can you can go and like pick different AI models that like have to download like a gigabyte of whatever models are, and then you can like have it locally uh, create stuff. So you, you're not like it's not the work is not being done on a server somewhere. It's being done locally on your computer. And anyway. Uh, some of the time that I spent in these meetings with people uh, were kind of boring. Where I could, where, where I could be like, "Hey, draw this thing," and it would think for like four minutes, five minutes, and so during that five minutes, I could be paying attention, and then it would come back, and I would be like, "Yeah, that's okay," and so. Uh, while I was there, uh, I, I I created some of these images and I sent them to you. And yeah, it's um, so the way the image, the AI image generation works is it has studied lots of images around the internets, and then you can suggest things to it, and it can try and make something similar to what it has seen before. And so that's what I, what I did. Yeah. Well, and the the other ones did look, I think only, I think one of them I couldn't open the second one. I couldn't open for some reason, but I, I remember I couldn't open on my phone and then I, I went and go, Hey, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um, you there. My phone is a Samsung Galaxy, and somebody asked me the other day, so do you have an Android or are you using an Android or iOS? 
And I didn't want to seem really stupid and say, I don't know what either of those two things are, which is true. Yes. But if I would guess, I would guess that I'm on a Samsung Galaxy. It's an Android. Correct. And what is iOS? iOS is if you have an i iPhone. Look, yeah, exactly. I is the clue. iPhone. Right. iOS. Okay. Gotcha. And everything else is everything else is Android. Okay. Android is uh, maintained by Google, but the most common manufacturer that uses it is Samsung. So. Well, and and I you know I joined this organization. I'm on the board of the Kalamazoo Valley Blues Association now. And, uh, and they they said, well, you have you, all board members have their own KVBA Gmail account. And I thought, well, I don't know why I need another account. I mean, I've opened this one every day. Well, I got to open another one, uh-huh. you know, and, uh, and I said, I don't know why. And he writes me back and he says, and I said, and besides, I, I tried to open it and I can't open it. You have to walk me through it since he's the IT guy. And uh, I just couldn't find it. And when I went to I went to the address and it looked for messages, it just spun around and around and around and around. And I said, this isn't right. This isn't working. But but he said, well, this it we have we have meetings that are about the organization and we have meetings and we share information and we need the org platform. Mm-hmm. And I thought that sounds like fucking goggly goop to me. What? What? Yep. At sounds what? Like, you can like you, real... whatever it is you think you have to have a different Gmail address for. I may not know much about IT, but I don't think that's true. I think that if I got a, a Gmail that's my address and you want me on Zoom and you want to do shit and send me shit that I don't need, you know, and, and if you want me to go to your website, your org website, I can do that. Anyway, I don't have to have a separate email. It just seems like more work to me. Yeah, you're, you're, you make sense, but you're also kind of wrong. Oh, yeah. How come? Yeah, because if, if you join a group that has their own, uh, Google Workspace, which is where they have a, where they give you a new email address. Like, I can tell you this, having changed jobs uh, recently, uh, there's a new Google, there's a new Gmail Workspace where you are now in the, with this other address. Uh, they can then uh, put shit on your calendar. Like oh, 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 without yeah. you okay. without you approving it or whatever they can just like right. assign shit to you well yeah and, i i, I w- i'm glad i wasn't too outspoken about it but i said and, i didn't quite understand it and he explained it to me so I yeah so there's there there and then but on the plus side if you ever leave the organization then you can just like unhook that account and then yeah. all of that uh oh those repeated yeah. uh uh f- meetings and stuff disappear 
So two, so, uh, two, two, two pieces of dialogue likely for future time. The third episode of both your honor. I, ju- I just watched, I just watched it and I, and like as homework to like talk about it now, but like London took over. Yeah. Well, and I think we're, are we out of time? We're getting close. Uh, well, yeah, we are close. In fact, we're quite close. The uh, the other one that had its third episode, which was a stunner. Last of Us. I've heard people talk about the Last of Us third episode, and I must uh, dig into that. Must yeah, it's it's a bit of a stunner, and I really would like to talk about it. Um, and I will do my that, best. Well, and besides that, um, there's just a lot of stuff coming up. Succession. Were you a fan of Succession? Did we we have talked uh, endlessly about Succession. We have, and I and I'm excited that there that it's coming back. Is it? Is that a weekly uh, drip? Once a week. Yeah. Okay. Once a in week. That case, for, in that case, yeah, that's that's good. That's good stuff. That's good content. That's real good stuff. And I just I was watching. Uh, one of the two networks and a flash came by of all the upcoming stuff and so much of it looked good. And I realized that how seasonal the, the, the shows are. There's a new true detective coming up starring Jodie Foster. True detective. Yes. It's the third uh, or fourth installment. The first one was Matthew McConaughey and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the second one was, uh, was, not as good was um, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. And the third one, which was quite good, was the black dude who uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was also in Green Book, starred in Green Book. Season four, J- Jodie Foster. Wow. Jodie Foster. Who Fuck, isn't okay. doing much in her, in her, in her sixties, in her sixties. She's uh, let's see. Taxi Driver came out when? Because we could. She just her. turned sixty. So she just turned sixty. I mean, and she was like thirteen in Taxi Driver. So yeah. Here, here, Ricky Gervais. You know the 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 uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg or uh, a Mel Gibson, I should say, Mel Gibson movie that Jodie Foster directed called Beaver. Beaver? No. And and it's about a, a it's about a man played by Mel Gibson, who is just a little bit crazy, and before he's ready to jump off a cliff, he ends up with a puppet on his hand of a beaver, and he ends up having a dialogue with this puppet on his hand, that literally saves his life. The fuck! And it is one of the most fascinating movies. Jennifer I've Lawrence. Ever what one of the most amazing movies i've ever seen and and no spoilers here the conclusion will freaking floor you psychological but, uh, drama ricky gervais, ricky gervais um was doing the golden globes and said oh there's so many stars here so many stars and they've done so many movies and i don't know has anyone here seen jodie foster's beaver i remember that joke wow <laughs> So and it she, and the camera on her and she was just great. So many of these guys she's, are, but she's she's yeah. so fucking cool in, oh, in, in every way. She's way cool, 
And so uh, it, it, he says, he says be, I haven't seen it, but that doesn't mean that it's not worth looking at. And <laughs> it was it was very funny in a very totally unwoke kind of way. But she just she just she just rolled with it, and it was hilarious. So Beaver uh, cost twenty one million and made seven million. So well, she might have financed it herself. Fucking. Jennifer Lawrence, Anton Yelkin, the the the, the guy that uh, died tragically. Yeah, he sure did. Because his car ran his own car ran over him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, now I need to watch that too. Well, and uh, I, I I didn't mean to put too much of a downer on melancholia, but I will tell you that that Kirsten Dunst. This is I, her in a movie like you've never ever seen her. I am a huge dunce, dunster the diver. Top, then put it at the top of your list because it you cannot take your eyes off her when she's on the screen. And she's on the screen almost the whole time. Okay. It was riveting. And such a storyline. Such a storyline. Uh, very, 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 very good. Uh, already then. Already then. It seemed to me there was... One other visual. Uh, what was what? So uh, it's great to be back. You've got to be tired. You're ready for bed. I'm ready for bed. We I was out late last night yes. and then traveled. The speakeasies. It was hard to hard to, you know, as you're telling the stories to think, I thought, well, God, this is where he was last night. I know. And right. Yeah. And just, you've got a lot of stamina to be able to do all that, fly all the way back and then tune in here at such a late hour. I know. Right. I know you're a tripper. It's more like a speak hard. No, that doesn't work. Hey, so, um, I want to talk to you some point, probably offline, about um, the idea we talked about formally of formally, formerly, previously, uh, about a rendezvous in North Carolina for a uh, at some a, point, uh, yes, yes. We we. I'm shall. not going. I I told those guys I can't do March. It just can't commit. Yes. Can't commit. I so want to know it, what works. I want to. Here's here's the difference between me and them other rascals. Yes. Let me tell you the difference. My first step in this process is to ask you what works best for you. That's my boy right there. Yes. What works best for you, Eric? Exactly. The guy who travels the furthest, who has the who has the trophy for traveling the furthest every year. I know. And oh, oh, by the way. Master of Ceremonies in perpetuity. Perpetuity. Might, might want to be, uh, yeah. you know, uh, you know, a, a point of discussion in Indeed. terms of what I think about our branded yes. gathering, branded, this FA classic that they're planning. It's no classic. Fa. Not a classic at all. Fa you mean classic. Fo? 
Faux? Faux. Faux. Fuck. <laughs> Bullshit. That's what it is. So, oh, I get it. Is is so so listen to this. So I talked to one of the one of the one of the attendees at the event who remain unnamed, and he said, "Well, the idea was to was to have a small golf outing with only really special people." Invite. <laughs> and I said, I said, well, given a one week turnaround from somebody who's 12 hours away, let alone a guy who's over the pond, uh, I guess we weren't on that exclusive list. <laughs> and I just, I thought, well, okay then. Well, I guess I won't come. Anyway, I love you, man. I'll just so, leave this shit on. Like, if, if something is, um, happens in the future is it informally if it happens in the future and you talk about it later then that later discussion is called informally well i mean formally is in the past so in informally is in the future well that could be true okay. in formation think of that Whoa. The information nation. The information nation. Okay, I'm going to bed. Good night. Good night. Love you, dude. Okay, that's it for episode number 174. You can find the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 174. The cover art for this episode is the AI-generated image of two podcaster radio studio dudes in the 1950s that you can check out. You can support the show at patreon.com slash happy hour and see you next week.